Bruised is a 2020 MMA film which stars Holly Berry, who is also making her directorial debut with this movie. The story revolves around a former UFC fighter who attempts to make a comeback to the sport after being away for four years. Upon its release in November of 2021 on Netflix, the film has received mixed reviews from the critics. But when it comes to the reaction from the MMA community, a majority of them despise it. So how good was Bruised actually? Hey guys, it's Keon and today I'm going to be talking about Bruised. This is a video I really wanted to make because I love movies. Especially Especially MMA ones because there aren't many of them compared to other sports. And what better way to start this series than with a polarizing film that recently came out. Yes, that's 2020 film Bruised which has been the talk of the MMA world as of recent due to its release on Netflix this past month. And this is a movie that felt like it took forever to be released because there was so much talk during its buildup. Some of that talk was good like how UFC women's flyweight champion Valentina Shevchenko was confirmed to have a role in the film. And some of that talk was bad like how Kat Zingano was filing a lawsuit against Holly Berry in regards to her involvement with the film. My initial thoughts with this movie was that it was going to be a B-level type, similar to Never Back Down 2. After all, Holly Berry was making her directorial debut with this movie. Plus, it was submitted into the Toronto International Film Festival, which means Holly had high hopes for it. But with the film not making any noise after the festival, my impression was that it wasn't going to be very good. So going in, you can say that the bar was set low for me, especially after all the reviews from both the critics and the MMA community. But I wanted to judge it for my Myself, both as a movie lover and an MMA fan. So in this video, we're going to take a look at Bruise to really understand how good it was. But first, shout out to the undisputed members of my Patreon. They get the extra perk of a shout out before each video. But even the intro members get early access and video to the Keon Kamara podcast. And as always, the money goes to charity. Because it's the holidays, we donated this month's earnings to Toy Mountain Toronto. Every kid deserves presents during this time of year, and this campaign helps get that done for families who are going through tough times. So thank you to the undisputed and in remembers for all your support and if you would like to donate all the info will be down below now let's get to it the movie revolves around jackie pretty bull justice a 10 and 1 mma fighter who was struggling in life after her last fight with the ufc where she was getting beaten so bad that she jumped out of the cage and left it was four years since that loss and during that time jackie gave up fighting and became a housekeeper she lives with her boyfriend and manager desi and both of them are heavy drinkers and smokers after losing her housekeeping job due to beating up a kid who was creeping on her desi he takes Jackie to an underground fighting ring. Desi says he's there to scout a fighter, but once Jackie gets recognized by the crowd, Gabby Garcia comes forward and challenges her. Her character's name is Randy the Werewolf Jones. Randy Jones. But credit to Gabby because I thought she did well in this small role. And this leads us to the first fight of the movie, which saw Jackie throw with volume on the feet while Randy landed the harder shots. Jackie shot for the takedown, and after it got denied, she tried to lock up Randy's leg. But instead of going for the submission, she used it to get on top and began to connect with knees and a flurry of headbutts which may have very well killed Randy. Regardless, this performance catches the eye of an MMA promoter named Immaculate who claims that he runs Invicta FC. Sorry Shannon Knapp. Anyways, Immaculate offers Jackie the chance to fight with Invicta and tells her to go see his trainer to help her get back into shape. Jackie was still hesitant on making a comeback but her decision was definitely made more clear when she got home that night with her mom Angel McQueen at the door. Angel came over to drop off Jackie's estranged son Manny whose father was taking care of him before he recently got killed in a shooting due to an undercover assignment. And apparently Manny witnessed the murder and because of this, he stopped speaking to people entirely. So with nowhere to go, he stays with Jackie and Desi. Now in a sudden lifestyle change, Jackie decides to go see Budokan, the trainer that Immaculate recommended.
ended. Budokan is initially very tough on Jackie, who looked very out of shape during training. Her cardio was bad, her technique wasn't crisp, and other fighters in the gym were having their way with her. But she stayed with it and was slowly getting back into her old form. In the process, her relationship with Budokan, who reveals her real name to be Bobby, grows deeper as they both share the bond of fighting and parenthood. Budokan is also a parent, but after a messy divorce from her wife, she hasn't seen her child in over two years. But her motherly instincts still show as she develops a very sweet relationship with Manny by helping him gain more confidence during this traumatic time in his life. Overall, things are going well for Jackie, and to top it all off, Immaculate offers her a shot at the Invicta Women's Flyweight Championship against champion Lucia Lady Killer Chavez, who is played by Valentina Shevchenko. Immaculate also claims that the fight will help her get back into the UFC. This is huge news for Jackie, who accepts the fight, but says she needs her manager, Desi, to deal with all the business. This upsets Immaculate, who says the offer is only on the table if he manages Jackie for this fight. A deal which she accepts, and once Desi finds out, the two have a huge fight which leads to chaos in the kitchen. Although they make up from this incident, the two quickly begin to grow apart, especially with Jackie trying to live a cleaner lifestyle. The tension leads to another fight, and with Desi elbowing Jackie in the face and destroying Manny's keyboard, Jackie and Manny leave and stay with Angel instead. Despite this rough patch, Jackie is back to her old fighting form, and her relationship with both Manny and Budokan are continuing to grow even stronger. But then things with Angel quickly turn bad when it's revealed that Jackie was by Angel's boyfriends and her uncle Dexter when she was younger. After the two have a heated exchange, Jackie and Manny leave and stay with Budokan. And with Jackie missing a day of training due to all this commotion, Immaculate gets upset and begins to undermine her as a fighter by saying that she's a can and she has no chance against Lady Killer. This negativity brings back memories of her last fight where she jumped out of the cage and because of it, she has a panic attack in a restaurant bathroom where she was eating with Manny. But once she gets out, Manny is gone and is later found with Angel who says he will be staying with her from now on as she believes Jackie is unfit to be a mother. Jackie channels all this pain into her training and with sexual tensions growing high between her and Budokan, the two have sex. And it really seems like the relationship has begun. But then Jackie tells Budokan that she's not ready for a relationship. With this heartbreaking blindside, Budokan leaves and goes on a drunken bender. So when fight night comes, she is nowhere to be found. Regardless, Jackie goes on to fight the 18-0 Lucia Lady Killer Chavez. And credit to Valentina because she did pretty well. But in all honesty, all she really had to do was play herself. But she did that well on camera. And shout out to Antonina for making a cameo. As well as Julie Kedzi, Eves Edwards, and the no-nonsense Keith Peterson. The fight looked like it was going to be a beatdown early on as Lady Killer was picking Jackie apart on the feet. But after round one, Jackie was able to bring the action down and while on the ground, she connected with ground and pound and attempted submissions. And for the rest of the fight, the two went back and forth and although Lady Killer was landing the cleaner shots, Jackie was very close to finishing the fight multiple times with submissions. It was a five-round war and it was very close, but by the end, it was Lady Killer who ended up winning by split decision. Regardless, with the crowd now on her side after everything that happened in the past, it was clear that this alone was a huge victory for Jackie. The next morning, she meets with Budokan, who was injured, and the reason is not explained besides her saying it's a long story, but the two make up and remain as friends. After this, Jackie meets with Manny at Angel's place, and here, the two share an emotional moment where Jackie tells Manny that they will get their own place and that she will do her best to take care of him. Angel lets the two leave together, and the movie ends with Manny saying thank you to Jackie after she ties up his shoes. Say what you want about the movie, this was a beautiful ending. So now I'm going to give you my thoughts on the film. Let's start with the good. It definitely exceeded my expectations. I was expecting this movie to be filled with many cringy moments. And don't get me wrong, there were some, but not as many as I expected. I have to give credit to Holly Berry because it really seemed like she took this project seriously. At 55 years old, she looks amazing and personally, I think she did a fine job in convincing me that she was an MMA fighter who hadn't 
and fought in four years. I will admit that there were moments where she did not look too great on the feet, but the detail of her character being a grappling heavy fighter really helped her case. On the ground, she looked solid and I was definitely convinced of her being a good grappler. And that's why I also have to give credit to her direction because the way she filmed these fight sequences was actually pretty good. Were they amazing or super memorable? No, but they were solid and best of all, not tacky or cheap looking. Something which I was definitely expecting to see in this movie. And once again, credit to Valentina and Gabby who did very well. Usually MMA fighters look awkward in movies, but these two ladies put on a solid effort. Same with Eves Edwards, Julie Kedzie, and Keith Peterson. And I also like how Holly casted actual MMA people when she could have used real actors. It shows how much she cares about MMA beyond her movie. In terms of the accuracy of the sport, I think Bruce did a fine job. Not the best, but an overall good effort. But what I think the film shines at is the way it displays the highs and lows that fighters go through before a fight. It reminded me of the notorious documentary where it focused mostly on Conor McGregor's road to UFC 189. It really highlighted the adversity that Conor faced. So when he won the fight, the sheer emotion that he was feeling was definitely felt by me. And that's how I felt about Bruce. It seemed like everything was going against Jackie prior to her fight. The entire movie was just bad moment after bad moment. But with the help of some good people and some occasional good moments, she made it to the fight and was able to put on a valiant effort. I think Holly accomplished her mission of displaying a struggling fighter who's working hard to achieve their goals. And the beautiful thing about this movie is that it's not just about Jackie achieving her goal of winning the fight. It's also about her redeeming herself for being a quitter, both as a fighter and a parent. She is back on track with her life despite the loss and with Jackie finally being excited for the future, my heartstrings were pulled and I was satisfied in the end. I also want to credit the actors who played Manny and Budokan as they both did great with their respective roles. And even Holly's acting overall was solid. Not really Oscar worthy, but definitely good enough to carry the film and root for her character. Overall, this movie did a lot of things that I didn't think could be pulled off, but in the end, it did. Now let's talk about the things I wasn't a fan of. First off, I think this movie was just a tad bit too long at two hours. An hour and a half would have been better in my opinion. And that's because there are so many scenes that either drag out or are not very necessary. Like I said earlier, this movie was bad moment after bad moment. Holly really hammered down that Jackie was going through a lot of adversity. The problem was that there was too much of it. All of the struggles that Jackie went through in this movie could have been conveyed in a shorter amount of time. And had that happened, I think I would have stayed more invested throughout the film. Because I definitely found my attention wandering off many times. The entire plot for this movie is introduction, struggle, work hard, struggle, work hard, sprinkle in a little bit of good moments and some fights, and then the end. I think the entire middle chunk of this film had to be reduced because a lot of it felt like filler to me. Especially with the plot lines that went absolutely nowhere. Desi was a very interesting character and his relationship with Jackie was a very intriguing one. And I get it, he abused her, he broke Manny's keyboard, there won't be any use to seeing him again. But with the way his character was set up and with the amount of time it took, it really seemed like he'd be an integral part of the story. So for him to just disappear was a waste of time to me, if that makes any sense. And I could say the same about Immaculate. I don't understand if he was rooting for or going against Jackie. There would be times where he would try to get Jackie angry in order for her to perform better when she fights. Which is inaccurate because anyone who follows combat sports knows that it's never good when a fighter fights on emotion. It really seemed like he would be serious trouble to her and her career. But nothing ever develops with that either. They simply work together on this fight, Jackie gets it done, and that's all. Once again, I'm not saying something more had to happen, but with the amount of screen time this character was given in order to set up his storyline, it just seemed way too long for no reason. I get it, Desi and Immaculate are characters that introduce conflict into Jackie's life. But even without them, she still would have been going through a lot. So like I said, there was just too much fluff in regards to displaying Jackie's troubles. But I do think it was perfectly displayed with Jackie's mom because there was a good amount of screen time for her and we got a conclusion to her storyline. 
fine. Now let's talk about the inaccuracies. Randy Jones. You're telling me Gabby Garcia looks like a Randy Jones? But in all honesty, why is the person who runs Invicta FC scouting for fighters in an illegal fighting ring? And what was Immaculate's role? Was he Dana White or was he Ali Abdelaziz? It really seemed like he was both promoter and manager, which absolutely makes no sense for MMA. Another thing is that there is no way he'd be able to get Jackie a title shot against an undefeated champion. Especially since Jackie was coming off a loss and hadn't fought in over four years. I get that the women's flyweight division isn't the strongest, but this just would not happen. Only someone like Conor McGregor would be able to do this due to his star power. I'm pretty sure Jackie wasn't popular like that prior to her hiatus. Another inaccuracy was when Jackie went back into the cage after hearing the crowd chant her name. It would never happen like this. If anything, it would occur during the post-fight interview or during her walk out of the cage. And the final inaccuracy is, why was she wearing Invisalign? Despite all the negatives, my expectations for this movie were exceeded. That's why I would give this film a 6 out of 10. I was thinking of giving it a 5, but to me, that score would mean it was hard to get through it, but I was able to do it. Yeah, it may have been tough at times, but there were definitely some moments that I thought were good. It's a solid watch, and by the end, I didn't feel like I completely wasted my time. But it's definitely not a movie that I can see myself watching again, as I don't think it's memorable as some other MMA films. But overall, I praise Holly Berry, who has been an avid MMA fan for years. And although it may not be the best movie, Bruised definitely showcases Holly's love for the sport. My name is Keon, and this is my take on Bruised. Do you agree, disagree, or have something else to add? Please put in the comments down below, because I love to read it. If you like this video, please give it a thumbs up and subscribe to my channel for more content like this. But that's a lot for now, so I'll see you in my next one.